whenever we're able to get on wax for the hoop plug, it's always a special occasion. You know, and speaking of special, speaking of Valentine's, we want to be talking about some red hot Cleveland Cavaliers, some bull second half predictions, some comments about the NBA trade deadline, all that and more. Really on the plug, really on the plug. With that said, let's get into it. The hottest team in the league, no one is mentioning. It's time to talk about those Cavs. Something happened in Cleveland, bro. They decided they were going to stop losing basketball games, and it's working out great. <laughs> For about 30 games now, it has not mattered who they roll out there. It has not mattered who they are playing. The Cleveland Cavs are winning basketball games. 22-4 and four since their rough start. And the odd thing is, they got on this roll when all their starters went down. Evan Mobley went out. Garius Garland went out. Donovan Mitchell put on the duffel. <laughs> Man, listen, at the end of the day, it felt a little bit like Salt Lake City for a while. Yeah. The way Donovan Mitchell was going on. You know, I mean, he put the team on his back. Uh, he's putting up those numbers. He's been the guy. Averaging 28 points, yeah. 5.4, 6.3 rebounds, almost two steals a game. He's been doing it all on both ends of the floor for this Cleveland Cavaliers team. And just when he needed it, Darius Garland came back. You know, you yeah. had old reliable Jared Allen. He's doing his thing, you know. They built. Yeah, and they did it the right way. They drafted a couple guys. They made the big trade, dealing with the devil and, <laughs> and Danny Ainge. And now they look at them. Since December 15th, we're talking about the best record in the league. That's over two months now. And thanks in large part to their defense. Is it 1990? You think so when you're watching <laughs> the Cavs games. They're running out two seven-foot non-shooting bigs in 2024. Yes. And they have just the right amount of playmaking and shooting around them to make it work. At least in the regular season. Because <laughs> we saw what happened with the Knicks last year in the playoffs. <laughs> but this is not what it's all about right now. We're in the regular season. Let's enjoy it. We talked about it last week, dog. With them beat out, choker on cruise control. This MVP race is wide open. You talking about the man, Don Donovan Mitchell. Wish he was a Nick. Don't I? <laughs> Fresh off of Eastern Conference Player of the Week. NBA voters, can I interest you in a 6'3 guard averaging 27, 5 and 5? A guard that has a Cavs team that started 13 and 12 up to second in the Eastern Conference? This boy's doing it. You're speaking facts, Ron. I ain't gonna lie. I'm over here cheesing and it's cheesing for one reason. Ty, eventually we gotta get like a a Ty New York Knicks counter in the corner, like <laughs> counting off every single time you say the Knicks, bro. Like I know you love your some okay, guys, fans at home, right? Y'all y'all love your team, right? Tyler loves his team. Y'all, y'all ain't touching Rider. the amount of love this man has for his squad. So you already know I'm proud of it. Right now, I'm hiding <laughs> in the corner talking about Chicago. But like you said, that's not what it's about right now. The MVP race is wide open. Donovan Mitchell is somebody from day one when he came into the NBA. It was unexpected. He was an underdog. And even when he proved his name time and time again, people still had the question marks. I mean, he can't win. He can't do it as the leader of the team. Well, I'll tell you what, and you said it, Ty. He's doing it right now, he's and he's it. clearly cementing his name right now in NBA history books. I wouldn't be surprised if the conversation is Jokic, Donovan Mitchell, insert whoever other top three guy in there. He's going to be a part of it if he continues like this. And it's funny how, like you said, he's look, looks starting to look a little like Utah. It's funny how he always lands in the right roster. That just fits him perfectly. <laughs> you know, they spread the court. And then they have bigs that protect at the rim. And uh, that's exactly what he has now. He's got two of them. Jared Allen's playing out of his mind. Who Talking about the evolution of 
Donovan Mitchell, bro, Jared Allen. Did we see this coming three years ago in Brooklyn? He was just a nice kid with the fro that was blocking shots at the rim. Now he's holding the ball at the elbow. He's dishing like Tim Duncan. Like it's weird. It's it's his team's gotten better. They have more shooting now. They're a little bit deeper. Is it real? I still can't tell, but props to Cleveland. This is a tremendous run they're on right now. There's no question there's props to Cleveland, man. I'm glad you gave Jared Allen, the guy with the almighty F, row his shouts out. Because, like, you look at some of the numbers he's putting up. It's like, wait a minute. Is that is that Timmy? 2014, 15, 15. He's shooting middies. 12. Like, like, yeah, bro. Nah, nah. I, I, I like it. I like it. Cleveland Cavaliers, they've been doing their thing. We haven't even mentioned some of the other young guys on there who really started to cement their name. But shouts out to the Cleveland Cavs, man. If if they keep this up, we're going to be having some different conversations come playoff time. Well said. Well said. All right, let's get into these bold second half predictions. We got four we got to run through, and we're going to start it off down in Minnesota. The hot take <laughs> here, bro, are you buying or selling? Minnesota Timberwolves will not finish as a top four seed in the West. The only reason why it's so disrespectful is their first, but at the same time, that's not. <laughs> I, I'm not. Um, let's see. What do I? If I don't believe it, I'm not. What do I? I'm selling. You know, I'm buying yeah. this. I'm buying this. So they okay. will not finish as a top four seed. You mentioned it. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns. Do I need to say more? You know, and then besides, their 36 wins and 16 losses. Clips in second are 35, 16. Thunder 36 and 17. Nuggets 36 and 17. Right. If the Suns or the Pelicans step it up, the Mavericks, it's not going to be a surprise to see them five. So uh, I'm buying. <laughs> what about you? Okay. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm glad you acknowledged the disrespect before you went and disrespected them. And I'm right there <laughs> with you, bro. <laughs> yeah. I know they've Let's been go. first in the West since the second week of the season, but this is not a top seed in the West this year, bro. They currently have, like you mentioned, half game lead on the Clippers, Thunder and Nuggets. I can see all of them fish- finishing ahead of the Wolves. And then we'd need one more. Give me Phoenix and we can get this done by the end of the month. Okay. <laughs> Pay attention to the teams I mentioned though. For the T-Wolves to drop out of the top four, you're counting on the health of Kawhi, KD, Brad Bill, all guys that seem to get hurt once a month at least. <laughs> and that's why I even think about it. But I'm still picking the T-Wolves to finish outside of that top four. Also a good note here, T-Wolves are 11 and nine since the new year. They got off hot, but they have really cooled down. Six and four in their last 10. Um, I don't know if it's sustainable when you look at the Clippers who are eight and two right now. Nuggets are seven, Fire three. Uh, you know, you got Suns, some people. Suns they're, they're finding their group. They're finally healthy. Like, rah. they brought yeah, in Royce yeah. O'Neal. Things are looking peachy. The book <laughs> is like, it's, it's, there's a lot of squads that we forgot about in the West. Bro, you look at really like the team, like between like eight seed and first seed. I mean, there's a reasonable chance that any one of the like it, it's up in the air. I mean, yeah. the eighth seed has 30 wins. The first seed has 36 wins. They're only six and a half games back. It's a very long season left. I could yeah. see them sliding, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if we're yeah. being real. It'd be bro, funny. look who you have. I'm telling you, if they're in the playing tournament. <laughs> bro, if. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into this next one. Buddy Heald to the Sixers will be looked at as the best trade deadline day, trade deadline day deal when it's all said and done. Buying or selling? I'm on the fence because we know what Buddy Heald can do. He's not going to put up crazy numbers for you, but he gives this team what it needs. You know, floor spacing, sharp shooting from deep. 
Uh, you have another guy who could help play long minutes with Tyrese and, and Joel Embiid, uh, especially in the playoffs. He's a veteran at this point. But I don't know. I'm 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 selling. I'm selling. Yeah, this is an easy no for me. I know he's off to a great start. He's averaging like 20 in his first two games in Philly, but this team ain't going anywhere. anywhere. They're, they're, they're sliding. We were talking about Minnesota sliding. Potentially, it's <laughs> happening right now in Philly. Okay. This is a team that desperately needed scoring, desperately needed shooting. So he's going to help there. Don't get me wrong. He's a great player. Not great, but good. Very good player. Yeah. But when you're talking about impact, I know it wasn't big names, but I, I think Pat Bev's going to have a bigger impact than him. I could see uh, who else got traded. I got it. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, Grant Williams, Gordon Hayward, PJ Washington, Boyan Bogdanovich, Royce O'Neal, Kelly Olynyk. Man, these are all a bunch of mids. <laughs> it's a whole pack of mid. But because I don't think the Sixers are doing anything this year, thanks to the Embiid injury, the impact is going to be limited. Yeah, bro. And I mean, we, we compared in the last episode Joel Embiid's current season to season of the likes of Will Chamberlain. And in way less minutes, this guy was getting buckets in a hurry. And you're not going to be able to replace the big man from Cameroons in the middle so easily. You know, the guy's yeah. a walking bucket, walking double-double. Yeah, yeah. All right, next one up on this episode. Uh, you buying or selling, man? The Golden State Warriors dynasty is officially over. Oof. Bro, I think I'm going to have to buy on this as much as it hurts to say. But I look at what they did at the trade deadline. Instead of exploring front court help for Steph, instead of finding an upgrade for Andrew Wiggins, instead of using Chris Paul's expiring contract to find a star, the Warriors' only move was sending Corey Joseph to the Pacers to help their salary cap. <laughs> Bro, this team is cooked. Steph's going to be 36 next month. Clay and Dre aren't far behind. They had a good run. It's hard not to buy, man. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of with you. I mean, at this point, I think the the Warriors have a bit of false hope. I think the plan has given a lot of teams false hope. It's like ah, I could even finish tenth, like yeah. and still make it all the way to the to the championship game, right? However, with all that being said, unless something drastically changes, unless Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and the rest of the supporting cast step their game up a lot, we're gonna see some of the best years of Steph's Curry. I mean, I don't want to say some of the best years because it's Kind of towards the end. I don't know how much more he's got left, but some great years from Steph Curry go to waste. Yeah, it sucks to see. Honestly, the toughest thing is watching the fall of Clay Thompson. It's not a it's not a graceful one right now. Wow. He's fighting it as hard as he can, bro. But you seeing him getting chippy in, in the press conferences, you seeing him the animosity towards Steve Kerr's building, it, Dre is trying to check him in the locker. It's not working. It's, it's, it's tough to see. But I think when you're the GM of the Warriors, you got this dynasty that's been maybe the best if NBA history. You can't just, in your first year, put your name tag on, oh, yeah, I broke it up. You mentioned it. The plan's always there. You have to kind of let them. You owe it to them to just let them rock rock it out figure out if they can make it it has to be clear cut this thing is done there is no sign of life no pulse before you broke it up and i think that's what they're waiting for they missed the play in this year or even if they get bounced in the play in i think it's okay we can rip the band-aid off and, and start sending these guys elsewhere yeah well said ty and I, i'm just at this point i'm just very happy clay thompson has stopped throwing the four up <laughs> <laughs> 
Was he doing it in practice too? To the guy that beat him out on the starting line? Fuck! Four, that's how many like... minutes you get in the next game, Clay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Come on, now. man. I sound like Moses Malone out here, bro. You don't know how hard it was for me to try and keep that in. Uh, <sighs> what's going on? Because you're speaking facts. Speaking facts. And uh, I think with the lack of fours in the air, there's some realization that uh, things are not as sweet as they once were. No one's ever wishing bad on the Golden State Warriors. No. We always wish them well. But, you know, sometimes you got to admit when you see the writing on the wall. Speaking of writing on the wall... Ty, you buying or selling Trey Young? Will he request to be traded this summer? I hope so. I really <laughs> do. <laughs> Man, the Hawks have been going backwards the wrong way ever since they made that unpredictable run to the conference finals. Ever since there were F Trey Young's chance raining down in the garden. That's what are we up to? Four or five on the next counter? I don't know. But it's been four <laughs> head coaches in four years for Atlanta, bro. I think the time is now. You better ask for that trade. It was Dame last year, loyal to the soil. Trey, it's your turn. Facts. I'm glad you like the Knicks counter idea. Fans, down below, <laughs> put a comment. If you want to see the Knicks counter, let me know. Uh, let us know. But, uh, yeah, nah, bro, you're absolutely right with what Trey Young has been able to do for Atlanta in his career. At the end of the day, yeah, he hasn't it's gone super on. deep in the playoffs. You know? It cannot be slept on, man. I mean, he was a top five draft pick. He's put up almost 20 and 10. Almost every single season he's been in the league for you. Some of it empty, some of it selfish. Not a lot of winning basketball, right? I, you know, I hate to just say it like that. But with all, all that being said, Trey Young came out every single night. And he left it all out on the floor. If there's one thing you can't say about Trey Young is he didn't give it his all. You know, when maybe he didn't have the right pieces around him, maybe he needed to do more, give up the ball to his teammates. I don't know. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of young kids at home with Trey Young jerseys right now and are Atlanta Hawk fans because of Trey. So I don't think they should have put all that dirt on his name. Does he deserve some of the blame? Yeah. However, if I was him, yeah, I would want to be out of Atlanta as well. Yeah, man. And you made some good points. It's not on Trey whatsoever. Ice Trey has been the epitome of class. He's been... He's delivered on that top five selection. He is the guy that we saw at Oklahoma that was shattering records shooting from half. Like, he he, he was all that and more. It's on Atlanta because they failed him. Like I said, four head coaches in four years. Where's the consistency? They could never find a co-star. They brought in DeJounte Murray, which was questionable from the jump. Uh, and, and once they did that, they were kind of hamstrung. So you got to do right by him. There's two years remaining on his deal after this season. I think you go to him and like, hey, we don't want you to go. We love you. You've been great for us. But if you do want to leave, we'll we'll try to send you where we want where you want to go. And there's been rumors that his camp is open to matching with a young European big by the name of Victor Wembanyama. I'm not sure if you heard of him, but uh, that would be something I would love to see. That's probably the most unique team in the NBA instantly just with what Trey does and then Victor skill set on top of it. But yeah, man, like you're saying, it's not his fault. This is just, that's a management failure in my book. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I do want to clarify that my comments are not a reflection of Trey. I mean, I'm, I'm addressing the criticism up front and I'm saying all those things considered, like you said, Trey Young has been what, when he signed the dotted line for the Atlanta Hawks, they couldn't have expected more from this guy. Yeah. So like you said, do right by him, whether it puts, whether put a team around him to make him fall in love with the city again or send him to a place where he can continue out his career. So, And uh, I'm not of the 
Oh, sorry, I finished. No, no, I was gonna say basically, yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm buying this. I think he would request based on everything that's going on a trade. And I'm not let me know how you feel about this, but I'm not of the mindset that you can't win with Trey. I know this can't be in a model example, but you saw what Golden State was able to do with this tiny guard. His limitations are his limitations. He's never gonna be a OGN and Obi on the defensive end. And we can <laughs> not that was five five. We can't expect <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I was gonna let it rock, but Oh, you know. okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say him directly, so yeah, I did. Uh, you're right. You're right. He's not going to be OGN and Obi on the defensive end, but what he is on offense is a system to itself. He is a planet. We we still haven't seen the best of Trey Young, believe it or not, in my opinion. You're speaking facts, bro. You're speaking facts, and I mean, at the end of the day, how many six six guys haven't even sniffed the numbers that Trey's putting <laughs> up? You know. Uh, and I hate to uh, be the bearer of bad news. If there's one thing he's done, it's embarrassed the New York Knicks time and time again. <laughs> All right, we're gonna end it there. Is that how we're? That's how we're ending this podcast, bro. It, it was very. It was a very calculated blow. Not mine. Not mine. Not mine. Well, I, you know how we're really gonna end this podcast. Talking about the good people over at Evan Alexander Grooming.com. That's right, guys. The best place in. I, I'm just thinking of providing me to do it like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. EvanAlexanderGrooming.com. The best place in hair care, skin care, all of that beard care, all in one. If you want the shiny baldy, you know what I'm saying? If you want the tight hairline, tight beard line, EvanAlexanderGrooming.com is the place to go. Yeah, that's right. And even if you're looking like a smooth bottom of a baby on the top of your head, make sure you keep that scalping tag too, bro. No shots intended. And make sure you're using that <laughs> promo, score, <laughs> promo code hoof underscore plug underscore for the smooth 20% off at checkout. You thought I was going to let that Knicks stuff slide. Let's go. I was just about to, I was just about to say, bro, the Knicks, A, hey, it runs deep. It runs deep. And as always, guys, appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Put some flavor in your ear.